Hello, welcome to episode 17 of the Fitness for Humans podcast. Today we got a guest named Sean. He's been starting his fitness journey. How long has it been now? I started my journey right around, officially kicked it off around January 20th. Uh, we picked that day because it was in the middle of a couple of birthdays, right after the holidays, but in the middle of a couple of birthdays. And we wanted to make sure we had a two-week cleanse before the next round of birthdays came up. And we started not eating as clean again, but we wanted to start that route. And that's what really kicked off our fitness journey. One thing that I um, kind of read a lot about and I, I have kept questions answer, asked a lot, especially like I follow a lot of social media fitness groups and things like that. And people always that are getting started, I always ask, where do I start? Where do I start? And I don't really know how to answer that other than how I started. Can you tell us how you started? Like what, what maybe did you put a plan in place? Did you know, did you have anything or did you just start working? We, so for me, um, not being completely content with my physical health and shape and well-being was kind of what got me started. In the past, many times I've tried to lose weight and I've gone down. I always put it back on. Uh, even leading up to our wedding, I got all the way down to 191, uh, which was in 2018. I was really hoping for 190 by the wedding, but I didn't make it. But uh, Close enough. Yeah, very close. Um, all I did was run, and I did nothing but running, and I probably lost 15 to 17 pounds then. I was probably around 208 before I started that. But it was like I hit a wall and a plateau. And then after the wedding, kind of started slacking off, and then before you know it, COVID hit, and I got all the way up to 225. Uh, so started trying the same routine. Got all the way back down into like the 205 range, started plateauing again. Uh, and eventually I just started becoming content being around 210 to 212. Not happy, but I was content saying, all right, this is kind of where I'm stuck. Uh, then we had a couple things happen in the family last year and it kind of got me into looking at taking my health more seriously again. Uh, so I got back on the elliptical, started doing 40, 45 minute hour long sessions on the elliptical, um, two, maybe three days a week. I started to see a little bit of improvement. So right around Thanksgiving last year to Christmas, I was probably that 212 to 215 range and, uh, started doing it then once we got through Thanksgiving, my mom's birthday, my stepdad's birthday, Christmas, my dad's birthday, New Year's, my son's birthday, and all these other things going on. There's there's a lot packed into like seven weeks there for us where uh, food is just being pushed your direction everywhere you turn. And it's not always the best of choices with what's in front of you. But you eat it because it's good. <laughs> so that's uh, uh, where we were. So when we started this, I was... 206.6 on January 20th, and I got into doing the 45 minutes, minimum three times a week, on the elliptical. And it was going well, and I got down to about 189, 190 or so, but I was plateauing again. So I got into lifting more, and I was uh, listening to your podcast. Uh, I... I 
try not to call it research, but following things on Instagram, questioning some of it, but not taking everything for gospel, but just kind of following tips, I would say. Not researching, but just following tips. Um, So I started doing lightweight, higher reps. I had a bunch of uh, dumbbells, so I was using 25 pounders and under for everything I was doing. And then I started to see that I was turning the page again. Uh, Finally, I've got my way down to almost my third goal of 180. So that's where I'm at now. I think I'm going to try and push for another 10 pounds. But uh, the lifting three days a week and cutting my cardio back down to only one day a week has really made a difference in getting me past the plateau of where I was stuck around 189, 190. Have you noticed a difference changing your workout routine as far as what it's done for any muscle definition or how it's made you feel, energy levels, things like that? Uh, Yes. So muscle definition is there more than it was. I I don't see abs, but I can actually feel where they would be now. (laughs) I I had quite a bit of padding on there to start with. Um, But no, like if I'm in front of the mirror, I don't see full definition, but you can see the underlying of where, where it'll start to shape up. I can definitely feel it in my arms, in my chest as well, um, and that has uh, been one great thing. Even my wife's actually noticing now and commenting about how I look different if I don't have my shirt on or something like that, and she can see it. And I can actually see it in my face now, and I can, I'm can i getting compliments at work at people noticing that I've lost weight. So I'm down uh, 25 pounds as of January 20th, and... We're all our own harshest critic. Everyone sees it better than I do. Uh, but yeah, the, the weightlifting has really been the key and just muscle toning and muscle building. You, you hit the nail on the head there as far as, you know, how we're always, seem, we're always harder on ourselves and we always see things differently. I mean, I think there's a natural uh, dysmorphia or whatever they, they call it that comes with that. You know, when you start to, you know, press yourself and you start to have goals for yourself and then you start to, you know, say this isn't good enough, this isn't good enough. And everybody sees, you know, the, the progress that you've made and they're like, wow, you know, why isn't that good enough? You know, but I mean, it just becomes like a hunger and a drive for us that just, you know, keeps excelling. You get a taste of that success. And of course, what do you want? You want more success. Absolutely. You know, so uh, what, what do you think your final goal is 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 there a number in mind or is it is it a definition number in mind i think my final goal is i didn't when i first started i said you know what 170 might be too low i don't think i want to get down to 170 but now that i'm approaching 180 and i still see room for improvement with uh without getting terribly lean um 170 is where i would like to get down to and then if anything just slowly increase my weights and build back up maybe a little bit of muscle um but not going to go overboard i told myself i was only going to get 30 pound dumbbells as my heaviest uh i was getting tired of doing 45 reps (laughs) per set or more uh using 25 pound dumbbells and i've been searching facebook marketplace and stuff to find used ones but they're so expensive and i just stumbled across a great deal where it was a pair of brand new 35 pounds for $40. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to go up to 35 for this price. I can't pass it up. Oh yeah. If you're serious about your fitness journey, man, anytime you have a chance to accumulate a piece of equipment that's affordable, you know, to help you along the way. I mean, that's, that's definitely, yeah, that's the way to go. It is uh, and Facebook marketplace. You, you might have to search for a little while before you find it, but you do. So I've 
Got the two 35 pounders, I'm 40 bucks invested in that. We've got an elliptical that does distance, calories, heart rate. Uh, found that used on Marketplace for $25. I believe I picked up both of my 25 pound dumbbells for a total of 30 bucks, and that was a year and a half ago on those. So, I mean, you, you can pick up good pieces at a great price if you're patient. I did a, an episode a while back called Budgeting Your Health. And it touches on a lot of things pertaining to, you know, you know, gym memberships and, you know, saving money with food and, you know, making sure you're not cutting corners, things like that. And I, I worried after that how relatable that episode really would be for a lot of people because, you know, a lot of people, you know, you know, they, they, they have those gym memberships and, you know, they, they try to eat organically, you know, and they, you know, you know, have their vegan lifestyle, some people, you know, and I'm finding out that more and more people are able to relate to that, um, which, you know, is, is makes me feel a little bit better because that's definitely something that, you know, I focus on, on this journey is, you know, okay, what's affordable? How can I maximize, you know, our output based on, you know, what I have to work with, you know, going back to, um, you know, you said your goal is 170, you know, one of the things that I've mentioned before too, is, you know, ideally if you can be anywhere in the 10 to 15% body fat range, that's ideal for optimal health and energy. You know, a lot of people try to get lower than that for, you know, ultimate definition, you know, and that's great, but the maintenance of that and the energy level that comes with that is just so bad. How did you come up with the number 170 that you wanted to get to? You know, I came up with 170 as the number that I want to get to um, because when I look at myself in the mirror, I can see where I'm at and I can say, you know what, I could comfortably lose 10 more pounds and be able to maintain that without, I, I don't have the goal of achieving that extra lean look, but I can tell when I look at myself that there's room for 10 more pounds without pushing myself incredibly hard to have the ripped six pack. I At 170, will I have a six pack? Yeah, if I flex, um, it will probably be noticeable at that point but I'm not gonna have veins bulging or anything like that. I'm not trying to achieve uh, anything like that. My goal is just an overall better health and I just see room for improvement where I'm at now. Um, as a very obtainable and easy goal at this point. Well, the thing that I, I found funny, I read, I've read that you're more likely to become a millionaire in life than you are to achieve having a six pack. And to me, that's baffling because it's easier, in my opinion, it's easier to control your physique. It's easier to control your physical presence because all you have to do is control what you're putting into your body as well as what you're exerting from your body. You know, millionaires, they've had a lot of luck along the way. They've made some good choices. They've become very educated. You know, with something like this, it seems like it would be something that's so much easier, but realistically, it's not. And I, I, I can't explain that. I mean, other than, you know, it's just maybe a willpower thing. You know, I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? Like, why, why do you think you know, that would be the case? I listened to another podcast, and I've taken the financial financial piece uh, education course offered through Dave Ramsey. Um, it was actually, uh, the course was given to us as a wedding gift by a couple of our friends. And I found it to be very, very beneficial. Um trying to get yourself to being debt free. But one of the things that they push on that is not to be content with just becoming debt free. Your, my takeaway is it's great you can be debt free. You can pay off your home and all that. 
Um, but to get to that millionaire status, you've got to be looking to build more wealth. And that's that. That's in addition to paying off your home, because that's the biggest chunk of wealth any of us will ever have. If we can pay off our home, you're sitting on a pile of money walking into it every day. But you've got to be deliberate in everything you do to get up to that millionaire status beyond that point. Um, and I feel like financial setbacks, if you make a mistake somewhere, are much more difficult to recover from than a health setback, barring illness, injury. Uh, if you just fall off the wagon, you can look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I need to right the ship. I got to get right back on course go back to the clean eating, go back to the raw meals, go back to the lifting and just get that routine again. And you can achieve that in just a couple of easy months, depending on how long you've been off the wagon. So for me, it's been three months and I'm seeing nine pounds a month on average I'm dropping right now. Um, but if I made a mistake financially that really hurt me, it might take a year to catch up from something like that. And that's coming from somebody who's, um, I wouldn't say I'm well to do, but I have my ship going in the right direction. Well, I guess I, I mean, that, I mean, that kind of gives the point too. I mean, though, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's much easier to rebound, you know, from a, a cheap weekend or a cheap meal or a cheap month or, you know, the holiday season, you know, we, we, you have the bakery and you have the, the wine and the beer and the family gatherings. And stuff like that. And it sounds like you have a lot of, you know, family events going on throughout the holiday season besides Absolutely. just the holidays, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it, it's easy to kind of, you know, get off the wagon and, you know, get off course a little bit, you know, but uh, I mean, it, it's so much easier just to put yourself back on course, you know, from a, a physical and dietary standpoint, as opposed to, you know, from a monetary standpoint, yet, for some other reason, we see more people that are millionaires than, than people that have six packs. So I, I, that's that's one of the things that I, I I couldn't wrap my head around. Like, wow, I mean, what what does that say? Does that say something about our food? Does that say something about our our society and their their just their strength, willpower, mental strength? I mean, does it say I anything about our lifestyle? Would say. I want to apologize to any of you out there who didn't hear the rest of that interview. Unfortunately, there was a technical difficulty that uh, cut off the last couple uh, segments of, of that interview. But uh, basically, to cap it off, I had asked, uh, you know, Sean basically what he learned uh, along his journey there. And basically, you know, the, the keys to his success, uh, you know, he gives a lot of credit to, you know, uh, acquired knowledge, but also perseverance. Um, you know, he, he didn't quite use that word exactly, but, you know, the the best thing that, you know, he, he knows that he's got to do moving forward is to, you know, just, uh, you know, even when he falls off the, off the, the wagon or so to speak, you know, right the ship and, and, and get back on course. You know, we're, we got to remember that in this journey, we're, we're running a marathon. It's not a sprint. This is a lifestyle change. This isn't just for a, uh, a seasonal goal or a, a short term, you know, fix. This is, uh, you know, something that, uh, is going to be, um, 
a complete overhaul. Now, one of the conclusions that we came to by the end of this uh, discussion that me and him were having was that, uh, you know, we asked the question at the very beginning of the interview is, you know, where do you start? Because so many people ask that question, where do I start? Where do I start? And uh, we, we, you know, we'd kind of decided that we weren't really sure what to tell people as far as what anything definitive. But, uh, you know, by the end of the interview, we'd kind of come to the conclusion that one definitive thing that is for sure, you know, when you are starting out this journey is to be accountable. You know, you have to kind of accept the fact that where you started is or, or where you're at is is from your own doing and anywhere that you're going is within your control it's within your grasp you know it's going to be depend on you know the kind of choices you make moving forward and the accountability is so important as far as getting on track and I'm kind of I'm kind of embarrassed that you know we didn't think of that sooner but uh, you know I mean that was a good thing that I think that really came from this conversation is you know you know at the beginning of the conversation we had no clue you know definitively where to start and by the end of it you know we'd kind of both kind of come to the conclusion that you know accountability is 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 the perfect place to start once you have accountability it really doesn't matter what else you do after that as long as you are you know making sure that you're goal-oriented and your focus stays on those goals. So um, everything that you do um, from a dietary and physical standpoint is pertaining to your goal. And we, you know, we mentioned in the interview that, you know, falling off track is going to happen, but, you know, riding the ship and doing the best that you can is the best that anybody can really do. So, um, yeah, I wanted to thank Sean for uh, coming on and agreeing to to talk with us. Um, He's been a, a true inspiration as far as what he's been able to achieve to this point in his finished journey. Um, he hasn't quite reached his goal yet, but, uh, he will be getting there very soon and, uh, we'll keep you posted on his progress as we go continue to go through our journey. So hopefully this has all been beneficial for you and inspiring until next time. So long.